Tony Vinsicara, who needs no introduction. Um, and he is the CEO and chairman of Sony Pictures Entertainment. I just, I think probably a lot of you here know that uh, getting Tony out in the wild to do some media is <laughs> is a huge accomplishment. He doesn't do it very often. Nope. Um, and I'm excited to talk to him today because he is, I would say, um, one of the like uh, incredibly... Um, like a champion of Hollywood and has um, done one of the most incredible turnaround stories that I think we've seen. Uh, that doesn't get talked about enough. Well, I'm, I'm here with Jenna Smith, who also needs no introduction, <laughs> by the way, and is uh, obviously a world-famous journalist and has done wonderful things with her career. So this Thank is a great you. honor to be right. here with you. We'll just flatter each other yeah, for yeah, a yeah. <laughs> And you way overstated what I've... No, 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 that. not at all. <clears throat> not at all. Because I, I have some stuff I want to talk about with you. And okay. I think we're going to get to some stuff around at the end, because I want to definitely ask you about it's Oscars week. I want to ask you about Woman King yep. and it's snubs, as I would like to call them. Um, yep. And I want to ask you about being in the Will Smith business uh -huh. uh, with Bad Boys and an, an announcement just came out recently. Um, the strike, of mm -hmm. course, which everybody is talking about. Potential strike. Potential strike. Yeah, Potent yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, uh, so before we get to those topics, um, okay, I want to start with the headline. Okay. Okay. So um, this was not that, just recently from the Wall Street Journal. Um, in the streaming wars, Sony stands on the sidelines. Uh, but then this was a, a quote in the in part of the story from uh, your direct report, Tom Rothman. Um, As competitors are beating each other's brains out, um, the only major studio that's not a combat combatant is finding ways to profit. Uh, and then the quote, one of the quotes in there from Tom is, "None of them can deal with none of them can deal with each other, but all of them can deal with us." That's right. <laughs> And I, I like to call it, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. No, no, no. Don't, <laughs> don't undersell what you've done. So I, okay, for, for starters, you are known as the arms dealer of Hollywood. And I, I think we we're, should... we've changed that to strategic supplier. <laughs> we're, we're, we're dropping the arms dealer part. <laughs> Way too provocative for us. But. Strategics, I have a feeling that's not going to catch up. No, I, don't, I, think you're, I think you're right. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's go back in, sure. a little bit. So, you know, I was at the Hollywood Reporter when, when Netflix began to, you know, take over the town was the belief and that streaming was the future. And there were always headlines, Sony's for sale. Who's going to buy Sony? Why isn't Sony doing, why isn't Sony in the race on the big streaming platforms? And obviously you had mm -hmm. Crackle, you have Crunchyroll, you have uh, Pure Flix, yeah. um, uh, so some niche streaming, but you never got into it. So can you just explain to the audience the background on that thinking? Well, you know, before many years ago, I ran Fox Television. I yes. was CEO of Fox Television around the, with all of our channels and all of our businesses and television outside of Fox News, to be very clear, um, <laughs> <laughs> to start with. Um, that would be a whole other conversation. Completely. Yeah. We don't need to um, talk about Dominion today. And, and we saw, you know, in 2000, 2008, 2009, 2010, when Netflix was starting to spool up, we were all desperate for revenue, so everybody sold their product to Netflix right. and helped launch Netflix. So I saw that. That was yes. that was the first the first thing. Then after I left Fox, I went to TBG Capital, and I was worked there for six years and did due diligence on on uh, a number of businesses, including Spotify. I was also on the board of Pandora, which wow. is a, a music sure. a music uh, subscription service, and found that neither of those businesses can ever be profitable because. Oof. 
the more subscribers I have, the more money they lose. Right. And we, when I took, when I decided to take the job at Sony, we looked at the looked at the landscape. We saw everybody going into the streaming business. All you could see is a lot of money going to be spent on these shows, and we actually didn't have the depth of library that other studios had. We have a very strong library, but not we don't have Warner Brothers or or uh, <clears throat> or uh, Disney's library. So we decided to uh, be the strategic supplier or arms dealer. Right. Okay, but but how did okay? So this was a time though when. Um, and I'd love to hear about uh, you're part of a larger corporation yes. based in Japan. Yes. But everyone else was sort of think, seeing these incredible rewards from Wall Street mm-hmm. um, by getting to streaming. And you wanted these announcements and yeah. quarterly growth. And it was okay. It would be a, you know, a, a loss leader or, or whatever. It, it yeah. was all about yeah, a yeah, subscriber yeah. growth story. Right. So how did the company resist that pull? Well, we were a very small piece. At the yes. time, we were a very small piece of Sony, so it really didn't matter what we did in <laughs> terms of being a, a streamer or not. Um, and by the way, when I when I talked about uh, Pandora and and uh, and Spotify, in the current business model, they have very di- they're going to be very difficult to get to a profitable stage. And Pandora doesn't really matter because it's part of uh, Sirius now. But Spotify is now going a different direction, trying to get uh, their users to use other parts of yeah. And that's where they will find their profit eventually, I think. Um, but, you know, it really didn't matter to, to Sony whether we did this or not. But we did see a pathway to be very profitable. And we also, you know, when I joined Sony, and re- I really didn't want to go back to work full time, but I did uh, after I saw where the business was. And everyone said, everyone said, Sony has no IP. And I'm like, that's crazy. What do you mean you have no IP? You have the Spider-Man universe with 900 characters. We right. made Spider-Man movie three times. You had all the IP at the PlayStation. You had Sony Music, the IP at Sony Music. Um, and we'll talk about an Bad enormous, Bunny, by the way. <laughs> Bad Bunny is an enormous amount of IP that can be developed. So, you know, it, it was it was a natural, it was, it was a great allure. To, so to I just want to ask, to take a detour and ask sure. you about your leadership style, because um, <clears throat> very headline-driven town, mm-hmm. right? And um, our press-release-driven town. So people are, you know, wondering what's going on with Sony, and why aren't they doing this and that, and this and that. So how, as a leader, did you keep your team focused? Well, the same way I did at Fox. I mean, yeah. when I was at Fox, I didn't chase headlines or do these kinds of meetings either. And, right. you know, the businesses I ran at Fox, you know, when I left were about 65% of the profit at Fox. Wow. So, you know, it, it, if you focus, if you focus on your businesses, you do what's right for the company, you do what's right for the business and then get out of the way and let your people do it. Let them, let them grow. And that's really where I see my psychic reward is watching the people that I work with grow and how they do their, how they do their jobs. And uh, just let them go and get crazy and be creative and go forward and figure out ways to make money. Well, so I want to ask you, is there, is there a, a certain kind of Sony person who does well the company? No, I don't think so. I think it, it depends on the, the, the people's, the, the talent of the people that run the business are focused on the businesses that they run. Mm-hmm. Um, we made a lot of changes the first year I was there. We restructured the entire company, did a spans and layers, spans and layers analysis. You know, we restructured the business to reflect how the how the overall the outside business was doing business, so that we met met the buyers where they were, um, and uh, and we 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 went and 
created the IP from all the various things that we had sitting on the, sitting on the ground, ready to go. And we then we had, you know, we had Jumanji coming, which is a massive piece of IP, but we also had Ghostbusters, which we hadn't done anything with. Um, there were a number of project, number of products sitting in the library that we hadn't done much with. This is called dormant IP. Is exactly. Right? That's a good word for it. Yes. Bad Boys, which you want to obviously talk about as yeah. well, mentioning yeah. Will Smith. Um, so we really focused on what we had. We have a tremendous amount of IP, and that's what we focused on. It's amazing. Um, let's By the go- way, a lot of it, some of it, much of it was happening before I got there. Sure. Tom Rothman had already begun the process of sure. uh, getting Spider-Man spooled up and starting to focus more on other other projects. Right. Well, given how long it takes to spin up a production and see the results, like we're really, I feel like in the last year, we really saw the, the uh, fruits of all that effort. And mm-hmm. let's talk about the economics of how you are a strategic supplier to, <laughs> to the streamers. You have a pay one deal with Netflix. Well, it's, it's, it's actually a hybrid pay one deal. <clears throat> we took pay one and pay two, put them together mm-hmm. and did deals with Netflix and Disney at the same time. So the first run goes to Netflix, then it goes to Disney, and then it goes to Netflix, then to Disney. So, um, and, uh, and by the way, we were the only, and this was this was our strategy right from the start for not only for uh, for our pay one deal, but for Seinfeld and for other things that we sold. We were the only company selling these things to the streamers. So when we put Seinfeld out, we had five or six bids for the show. Wow. Um, and I would venture to say we did better with Seinfeld than The Office and Friends did with their sales. Right. And when we did the pay one deal, we had seven offers. Oh, my God. So because no one else was selling their their Right, because everyone was keeping their toys, exactly. right? Exactly. So yeah. when you, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure out when you have seven competitors for a product, you're going to do very well with it. Well, I read a figure. I think it's $3 billion a year. Well, you know, I won't comment on the number, but the the number is, it's the best pay one deal ever in the history of the business. We'll put it that way. Okay. That's a good way to describe it. A and B, it, it still depends on putting butts in the seats in theaters. Right. So, you know, we still need to do that. Well, I want to get to that, but I um, when we were just... Uh getting ready to come out here, I learned something from you about The Crown and Netflix, which I had never read or heard before. So you did a pretty extraordinary deal on The Crown with Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us? I didn't do... Well, I didn't do Well, okay. Sony Sony did. Yeah, Sony did. That happened before I got there. It was one of the first shows that Netflix did, and it was done in a different world, and it was only the U.S. Mm -hmm. We sold The Crown uh, around the world to other other, uh, platforms. Right. Because uh, Netflix had not yet expanded totally internationally. But it was a short. Was it a short license? It was a shorter license than is done today. Yes. And it got and they relicensed it. So yes. You've taken a few bites. Yes. Of an apple. Well, okay. two. Two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So then, um, you have had some of the highest performing. Uh, movies on Netflix, uh, you know, surpassing Netflix original films uh, after they've had a theatrical run. And so um, Bullet Train, right, did extremely well. Uh, Crawdads. Mm -hmm. um, And the list goes on and on. Woman King. Woman King. Yep. Uh, uh, 
a bunch of them. Uh, uh, yes, I mean, I, you know, Sean McNulty, who's here in the audience. Yeah, he, he knows more about this than I. I know. We. I know. <laughs> He's but kind of a savant. He, he is a yeah. savant, and he is always uh, putting in the newsletter, like, uh, you know, when he does the Netflix top 10 movies of the week, it's always like, however, yeah. Sony, like, uh, uh, you know, yet again, you know, has well, its first top but, slot. But that, that really is testament to the, what we've been telling the streamers forever, that, you know, the, the marketing for a theatrical release really positions the that IP, that product in the mind of the consumer. Yes. And it goes forever. It, You know, it, you think about the life of uh, of Uncharted, for instance, which did extraordinarily well on, on in theaters, did 400 plus million dollars, then went to home entertainment, did extraordinarily well there, yeah. and then went to Netflix and did extraordinarily well there. And continues to do well. Well, it's an old school pay model window, exactly. right? I mean, uh, like it's, uh, um, and so I want to ask you, like, do you get, do you, and I asked this of Jeremy Zimmer, mm-hmm. do you know, does Jeremy Zimmer get metrics from Netflix? Um, does, does, no, Tony- <laughs> we do not get metrics from Netflix. We get indications sometimes. <laughs> But not Netflix. Like if I tap my foot once, it did well? Or no, no, not, Sometimes you get some information. You know, they do the top 10 now. Yes. They do a few things that give you some indication. But there are services out there now that you can get a pretty good sense of what the... And like, it's accurate-ish? We think. Okay. Ish is probably the word <laughs> for it, yeah. But by the way, you know, the, the secret to our... The real secret to our business from our creator standpoint and from our ability to sell to everyone is that we do sell to everyone... And creators and actors want to have that marketing push behind their films, behind their TV shows, because it does position the show and it does satisfy their, you know, let's face it, their actors and creators because they want people to know who they are and what they did. Right. And if you do it in a theatrical release, you're going to, people are going to know about it. If you do it on a streamer that doesn't get a big promotional push behind it, it's it's in and out. And right. You don't really get the same psychic reward. Literally in and out. Right. Um, uh, okay. So and now the streamers know that you saw you see this weekend, you know, the, the Creed three yeah. did really really well, and when it goes to the when it goes to the streamer on on, on Amazon, it's going to do really well there. Yes. And um, I want to ask your thoughts on tracking um, in just a little bit because sure. you've had some movies that I think outperform tracking and uh many of them and some that underperform yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, so okay uh stre- so with streamers we are all but one there's seven streamers mm-hmm. um all but one are losing in staggering amounts of money yep. um an amount of money you could probably not report back to tokyo and <laughs> and we get away out, we would be out of business yes you would be out of business um and so uh what happens? What what's going to happen in today? We have seven. What what's what's the situation in a few years? Well, I think I've been saying for three or four years now, maybe five, that eventually there will be consult. You don't need seven streamers, eight streamers, ten streamers, whatever the number might be. Right. You know, we do have two streamers. You mentioned Crunchyroll, which is a combination of Crunchyroll and Funimation and Pureflix, both profitable businesses yep. and yep. doing nicely. Crunchyroll, you know, that audience is so. So loyal and so enthusiastic, obsessed. Obsessed is a good <laughs> word for it, and doing really, really well. We had a, we put out a film last weekend, um, which was not really a film. It was two episodes from last season of the TV series and one from the new season. It did ten million dollars. Yeah, 
I read that in Sean's newsletter, and I was like, "What is what is this insanity?" Yeah, but exactly. yeah, that's exactly. that's amazing. Yeah. So so what does happen? It, there's got to be consolidation. You look at every business in the world. There's always many more businesses that start out and eventually they consolidate and and find a path to profitability. And I think that'll happen here. Well, is it going to be an all tech company led streaming universe? I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, Disney's going to be in the mix here. Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, the others, I, I don't know where the rest end up. And you you sort of have said it when you're when uh, you talked about Pandora and Spotify. Um, is profitability possible? Of, of course, yes. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, With the right kind of management. I mean, Netflix had a big wake-up call, and yeah. then they decided to run the business like a real business, and they're doing much better now. Right. I mean, we are, um, we're hitting the one-year anniversary of the mm-hmm. Netflix correction, mm-hmm. and do you, do you feel like they responded in a way you... Absolutely. Okay. You know, two years ago, Netflix was hiring our people for two, three, four times their salaries. They're not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, you know, they've cut out a lot of the things that they used to do that really were not uh, productive for the business. And right. I think they've made, you know, you have to hand them hand them a lot of credit because they've, uh, they've actually focused really, really well. Yeah, it's been an incredible turnaround. And I think that, you know, I think you know, because you work here, there's a lot, there was a lot of Netflix schadenfreude and, um, and uh, when, when the correction happened, but um, I think the conventional belief now is that a healthy Netflix lifts everyone in the business. Absolutely. We're, yeah. we're very strong in wanting lots of streamers to be very profitable. Yes. <laughs> Lots of excess billions. That is our future, yes. Okay, let's turn to theatrical. Okay, I did my Google. And, um, okay, 2017, there was a headline one month before you joined the company. Mm -hmm. Um, Sony Pictures reports a $719 million loss for the movie division. Their slate struggling to make an impression at the box office. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I remember it was, uh, you know, the narrative wasn't great. Um, and, um, And then today, Vulture... I think about a few weeks ago, Vulture had a headline, Sony Pictures is eating Hollywood's lunch. Well, I don't know we're eating anybody's lunch. We're still a very small player amongst, <laughs> amongst a bunch of giants. Um, <clears throat> we've, we've been very focused on how we run our business. And, and by the way, you know, a lot of the things that happened um, were a result of Tom Rothman sure. knowing what he's doing. And yeah. He does know what he's doing in the film business. He's he's very, very good. I've worked with Tom for 10 years at Sony, uh, and I knew yes. that coming in. And he has an amazing group of people that work for him. Um, right. One of the, I, I was just reading a, a letter, an email today that went to the, the CEO of Sony in Japan talking about are this is a I won't use his name because I don't have his permission to but a director who is very 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 famous said that we have the best distribution and marketing group in the business and wow. I think that's true wow I absolutely think that's true and we have just amazing people you know Nicole Brown who yes did the uh, did the Woman King film and also the uh, a bunch of other films that she has coming through TriStar is just an amazing, an amazing talent. And then we have a bunch of other people as well. Right. So. Well, it's, um, you know, Richard Rushfield writes about this, that, um, that, that Richard doesn't like our company. Oh, Richard, <laughs> <laughs> Richard, Richard is a little cranky sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, but, um, uh, 
he always talks about what differentiates Hollywood content that that we that it's important mm-hmm. that we preserve that that it's not mm-hmm. you know we're living in a land where everyone's competing for screen time right and um, and so when you talk about or competing for time period for time yeah so when you talk about um, the sort of expertise of your team, mm-hmm. right? Like it's that it's probably a little bit of a like it's people who grew up in Hollywood, largely, right? Doing this yep. day in day out. Yep, yep. And also focused on the business. Look, I, it, these are very creative businesses, and folk, the focus is always on the creative. But you have to focus. You have to support that creative, that creativity, and the groups that are creative with a strong discipline, and give them parameters to work with them. Because if you don't, if you don't give people walls to work within, they'll they'll just bounce all around. Right. But if you put walls around what they're doing and give them very clear direction about what you want them to do. Right. Right. It works. It right. just works. Right. I, we I, did the same thing at Fox with, you know, we had FX and the Fox Network and yeah. all the other, we had 30 plus networks in the U.S. We had 400 networks around the world. And if you put, if you put creatives in a world where they have structure around them and people to help them with the parts of the business they don't know, the financial parts of the business they don't know, they will do very well. Well, I, I think one of the things I admire that Tom has done and um, Sony has done is balance franchises and originals. And there were some sleeper surprises to me, Mm -hmm. to me, and you might've had internal knowledge or tracking that, that, uh, that proved you that would prove me wrong. But, you know, I think the most recent one being the man from auto and like, and from what I could tell it, like very few people in New York and Los Angeles saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it struck, a. You know, struck a <coughs> with clearly lots and lots of people, and it, it really overperformed. Am right. I right? Yeah, it did. <coughs> Excuse me, we're down the wrong pipe. That's okay. Um, the unique, the unique aspect of Mancolado was the top theaters were not in New York and L.A., which they always are in New York and L.A. Always in, in uh, Dallas and the Midwest, and and uh, you know, you can't loot, you can't miss with Tom Hanks. So you know, we knew we knew it would do okay. We were very concerned about it, though, because it was it was an expensive film. Yeah, um, and uh, we ended up doing really, really well with it. And you know, again, the marketing guys did an amazing job positioning that film. Right. Um, it, it appeared to you know it had a comedic aspect to it. It had yeah. some very I don't know if you saw the film, but it had some very yeah. serious yeah. issues to deal with yeah. in a very positive way. And it just did great. A Woman King. That's not. That's a film that no other studio in America or in the world probably would have. Oh made. my God! Not even um, three years ago would that have gotten made, right. right? I mean, that that to me was just like a. I mean, it shouldn't feel risky. It shouldn't feel like bold. But it really felt like nothing that. Well, a, a period piece. Yes. In the middle of a pandemic, shooting in South Africa in the middle of the pandemic, where you know, that was not an easy that was not an easy putt for sure. No, and the reviews were rapturous. Yes, rapturous. It was a great film, and you know, did big box office. Gina, Gina, amazing director, okay. and we're going to do more with her. Good. Um, and Viola, you know, just, Viola. just an incredible, just yeah. an incredible, incredible. I mean, think about the the work she had to do to get ready to be in the oh my God. physical condition to do that film. And, you know, the story, someday the story will be told about how that production happened. It happened over the holidays in the middle of the pandemic before vaccines while Omicron was hitting. Oh my well, it wasn't God. before vaccines. It was after vaccines, but as Omicron was hitting in South Africa. Oh. And I think the number, and I, I might be wrong about this, but I think about 15 
plus percent of the crew caught COVID. Oh, I'm sure. And it was over the holidays, and that we want they we wanted to shut it down, but the crew and the cast said, "No, we're going to keep going." Well, and they did. Well, okay, so. Well, we're on the topic of yeah. Woman King. So uh, Oscar nominations come out, uh, whatever morning that was, yeah. a while ago. Uh, Woman King doesn't fare so great. So disappointing. So disappointing. Any theories? I have, I, I have no theories on the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the Academy very well. Um, I'm going to the Oscars this weekend, but I don't quite understand how the how the whole process works. I mean, and so I'm just curious. I mean, I think this probably was a Tom. Ro- these were probably Tom Rothman calls, and maybe not yours. But you know, how do you tuck in and manage your, you know, Gina and Viola after a huge disappointment like that? Well, I had lunch with Gina um, about three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. She's in very good spirits. Good. Um, she understands. She's very disappointed, obviously. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, she she sees that she saw that the movie did very well as a business. Yes. Um, it, it raised her profile dramatically. Yes. Which is the things that we reinforced to her, obviously. And uh, she knows that uh, it's gonna it's gonna work for her. And she's right. very disappointed though that um, and and particularly for Viola because of the amount the amount of work and effort that went into making that film as I just described yep. <laughs> with all the challenges that the pandemic created sure. for that production. Uh, well, but, you know, well, you know, if I would take tens of millions in yeah. box office versus yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a nomination, but it yeah. would have been nice to have both. Um, yeah. Okay, let's talk about um, Spider-Man. Okay, so I think a lot of people might, I, some people are, I'm sure know that Spider-Man is a Marvel character and yes. Sony uh, got the rights to Spider-Man. We have and, a license to the Spider-Man characters. Yes. yes. And um, so... Uh, how often, like, what's the Kevin Feige role um, who runs Marvel? Well, it depends on which part. Well, first of all, Kevin's a genius. We all, a genius. Just a, and, and actually a terrific person, a very nice guy, someone who, you know, it's he's not an old Hollywood, ego-driven, crazy person. No. He's a very, very good guy. Um, love doing love working with them. Right. So on the Spider-Man action films, the live action films, you know, we share characters. Yep. And Kevin is, you know, overall the the driver of the kind of the concept that we're trying to achieve with with the Spider-Man films. Um, and we have lots of talks and conversations, and I don't, but Tom and and his uh, his group do uh, with Kevin about how the script is going to develop and how it's going to come to be and you know we go out and produce it in a collaborative way and it's it's been a great relationship are you it wasn't so great when we had the little fight a couple of years yes (laughs) when people were threatened to burn my house down and set my kids on fire and but this would be better then (laughs) this is is better yeah, yeah um and are you concerned about superhero fatigue you know i i i'm sensitive to it i'm not i'm not concerned about it i think that uh if you produce the films in a way that they are they are uh, not three hours long, three and a half hours long, and don't have endless action scenes, they will be fine. Right. Um, I'm not I'm not concerned about it. We are sensitive to it, though. We are looking at it. And we have a number of films. We have Craven. We have Madam Web. We have uh, Amuerto with Pat Bunny. Yep. <laughs> we have all these films coming. We have Spider Man into the Spider Verse coming this year. Yep. Which is the animated film with Miles Morales as the yes. star. Yes. Yes. Which you know that the, the, we're looking at this to be a massive hit this year. The first one was spectacular. Yeah. And you know, you know, the real beauty of that film, 
uh, in addition to all the 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 on-screen beauty of it, which is just amazing. But when I go speak to Hispanic groups or, or, or African-American black groups, mothers will come up to me and yeah. say, you can't imagine how that went over with my family, just yeah. showing someone of color that you can be who you want. I, I remember it blew me away when I saw it. I think it was right at the beginning of when like, we were having real conversations about representation in right, Hollywood. Exactly. And it was just like, I'd never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah. So anyway. I'm, and, and the production was just unbelievable. It was stunning. stunning. Yeah, that's, a, that's the word. Yeah. Stunning. Um, okay, let's move. We're here at Advertising Week and you have yeah. a you have a linear TV business. Um, mm-hmm. When I started at Sony, we had 110 channels. We now have about 40. Wow. That should tell you what we think of the linear TV business. In most parts of the world, they're going the wrong way. Okay. There are parts of the world where they're not going the wrong way. Where? Spain. Okay. Latin America, India. Why? Because the streaming world has not advanced as far uh, in those parts of the world as they have in the U.S. and in Europe and other parts of the world. Um, In... uh, in Spain, we're a very, very strong channel. Latin America, our channel is very strong. In fact, you know, as I said, we had 110. We now have about 40. We just launched a new channel in Latin America. Oh, and what is it? It's a movie channel. Okay. It's doing great. I mean, oh because there are so many channels that have gone off off of the uh, carriers that they're looking. They ask us <laughs> to come up with a new channel. All right. Aren't we just rebuilding Hollywood in the same model as it was before? Yes, in, in a way, in a way. And, and, you know, Amazon and Apple are now the kind of the cable, the cable yeah. aggregators, the, the streaming aggregators. You go to Amazon, you can buy all the, all the subscription services, Apple the same way. Right. And you'll see more of that, I think, happening as we go forward. Um, I want to ask you about The Last of Us yeah. because um, people know it, that know that it's on HBO, but... It's it's a PlayStation game, right? Um, we have we have we talked about Uncharted, four hundred million box office, great on Netflix. Last of Us sold the IP to HBO, and we'll get you know we'll get the IP or PlayStation will get the IP back, and we have ten other projects in the works. Um, you know, I, I, I congratulate our 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 people and the PlayStation production people who are working really really well together. It took us ten. It took. 10 plus years, we think it was 10, 12 plus years to get Uncharted done, to get it made. Because why? I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, ego, you know, who's going to pay for what? Who's going to take the credit for it? But that's the key. You know, you ask what the secret is. The key is get your ego, get the egos out of this. Right. And just do the business, do your job. And that's, that's, that's well, what... I'm presuming the opening weekend of Uncharted may have also gotten people more cooperative. Well, it could have, well, to get it done, we started three years before that to get that film yeah. process and get it done. And, you know, to be fair, we had Tom, Tom Holland coming off Spider-Man also, which dropped helped. That, helped that a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, but look, once people started working together, and, and, it's, and if you try to do it top down, it doesn't work. No. You have to do it from the middle up or the bottom up, really the middle up. And we got, and we had some help. We had a lot of help with doing this. We got people from PlayStation and from, from our group together in the middle of the company in meetings. And I stepped away and right. let them figure it out. And they did figure it out. Nice. And the result was uncharted. And last of us and now 10 other projects we have a big film coming out this this summer called gran turismo yep 
which just looks great. And it's not, a, it, it's based on the game, but it's not about the game. Right. You know, and I have to, as I was about to say earlier, congratulate our people and the PlayStation production people who really work great together, that they figured out ways to make games acceptable to a wide audience. A wide audience, which no one really has been able to do. No, there were lots of failed Mario Brothers movies and, yeah. you know, that whole Although era. this Mario Brother movie that's going to come out, I think is going to do yes. really, really well. Yep. Um, so, theatrical. Yep. So, um, but I'm curious your thoughts, uh, AMC theaters, their, their preferred pricing program or what, uh, you know, if yep. you have more money, you get a better seat. And what, what what's your take on this? Well, I... <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't really have a, an opinion, a strong opinion on it yet. But, the, you know, if you go to a Lakers game, you're going to pay more for better yes. seats. Than, um, you're going to pay a lot more for really good seats. Um, and the Clippers are now selling their new stadium, and they're not shy about what they're asking either. No. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll right. see. Okay. Okay. So then um, let's talk about, well, I, before I get to the Will Smith we question. We told Adam we weren't crazy about it, by the way, but Adam, Okay. But, and, well, then he was we'll see. on Twitter or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's, on, he's Mr. Twitter. Yeah, Mr. Twitter. Um, um, let's talk about international first sure. before we uh, uh, maybe take some questions from the audience. So international, yep. um, what are you saying? Um, your growth, like, oh, well, like well, you know, India, India, is, India is our real focus right now. We're, we're right now in the last, uh, last throes of getting a deal done in India, which will make us the first or second biggest entertainment company in India. Wow. That's wild. Yep, yep, okay. Yep. So, uh, we're very excited about it. We're going to merge with Z, which yeah. is a company that's about the same size as ours. When you put them together, we'll be in great shape. India is in a little bit of a rough going through a little bit of a rough patch in uh, business-wise right now. You know, the, uh, uh, the pandemic hit them pretty hard. Yep. There's a bit of an advertising recession going on there right now. Um, but uh, we're very, very positive about the country. It's, it's this year, I believe this year or next year, will pass China in population. Wow. And it's the fastest-growing economy in the world right now. And mm. will continue to be so, we think. So you got to be there if you're going to be in the entertainment. And you're doing it without cricket. Well, or, or are you? Well, no, we're doing it with cricket. We have, with cricket. Some, okay. we have some cricket. We don't have <laughs> a lot of cricket because the deals that were made recently for cricket were just crazy. I mean, just right. completely out of bounds and well, will not be profitable. It's the loss leader view of That's, streaming, This is right? not loss leader. This is way beyond loss leader. <laughs> The IPL on a per game basis is the second most expensive uh, rights fee in the world right now behind the NFL. And in a country where, you know, you're, you know, our, our uh, streaming service, Sony Live, you know, gets about 60 cents a month as a subscription fee wow. right now. Okay. That'll go up rapidly as, as time goes by. Okay. But uh, the, the, these, these cricket deals were just the, uh, Okay. Out of bounds. I've seen headlines that around the Indian middle class not growing as quickly as people had expected. Well, that's I think a result of really what's going on with the economy. The macro. Yeah. Okay. But that will that will change. Okay. Okay. Um, India is really an interesting. I don't know how much you know about India, but it's there's seven different languages. Yes. Twenty dialects, lots of different religions. Yeah. 
and a massive land, a massive piece of land. Yeah. Obviously, that makes up India. It's more like Europe, I think, to me, right. with the EU than than really a, a country. But but it's a, it's a it's a massively growing economy, and you got to be there. So, is it a plum assignment to get sent to India if you're a Sony employee? Well. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We haven't sent anybody there. We have we have very very good people. The the guy that runs our India business there, MP Singh, right now is a terrific manager, and he'll be on the board of the new company. It'll okay. be a publicly traded company. Okay. He'll be on the board, and he'll be our eyes and ears in India. And okay. He's a he's just a wonderful wonderful guy. Okay. Um, all right. Um, strike. Is it happening? I'm hoping not. I think that I've had lots of conversations with the principals on both sides. Okay. Um, it feels like reasonable people should be able to get a reasonable deal done. Okay. Um, you know, the the Directors Guild, the Writers Guild, and, and uh, SAG-AFTRA are the three places we need to have deals with by the end of the summer. Um, I, I, I'm reasonably optimistic. Okay. But, okay. you know, you just you just don't know. You just, you just don't, don't know. know. But I, I'm reasonably optimistic. We're not really doing anything special to prepare for a strike right now. I mean, we're trying to get some things done quickly, sure. a little bit more quickly. But that's really about the only thing that we're trying to get done right now at the moment. Okay. And um, so there was a Chris Rock Netflix special. Uh, the other, yeah, And he... Uh, Brought up Will Smith in a major way and um, the, the slap at last year's Oscars. Shortly after, there was an announcement of a new Bad Boys movie with Will. Well, it was leaking a lot before the yes before that, I think. And uh, so, you know, yeah. Look, it was a terrible thing. I was at the, the award. I don't know yeah. if you're at the Academy. At the Not Oscars last year. Last. No. I was there and watched it, and you know, it was shocking and i think something that will would love to take back it was a horrible thing he's apologized for it repeatedly um but you know it, you know we're in the business of making entertainment that people want to see and bad boys is a, a franchise that people want to see right you know we put the information was out about the film quite quite a while ago and the feed the put there was not much pushback Right. And this is where, um, you know, Richard Brushfield actually writes about this a lot. It's like the media Twitter noise yeah. versus yeah. the pop, you know, the popular conversation. Exactly. And um, uh, I'm, I'm presuming you have a pretty good research department there. Yeah, they're OK. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very good research department. And look, we know we know what people think about Will and people are disappointed in him. He was sure. disappointed in himself. Sure. And, you know, Chris you know, was appropriate in not saying anything for a long time and then came out and let it Did go. the Chris Rock thing. Did the Chris Rock thing. Yeah. And, you know, he he met, he handled it really, really well I yes. thought, on, the, on the night and he handled it for a long time really, really well and now it's out there and uh, we'll go on. Okay. Tony, you're one of the greats. Thank, Thank you, you so Thank much. You, um, and, Thank um, you very much. Um, you uh, we will we'll close out with uh, you can watch the trailer for the new spider-man across the spider-verse movie and um and then cocktails outside if you choose to stay so thank you everyone for joining